what is more important to the Fed? Do they want to try to get back to an average 2% inflation rate at all costs, even if it severely lowers the stock and housing markets, or do they want to save the dollar? (laughs) Well, that's a very interesting question because um, what they want to save is their credibility. I don't think they really give a crap one way or the other really about inflation, but they do care about their credibility because that's how they stay in control. And we've already seen, you know, 2008 bank to bank credibility went away. 2015 central bank to central bank credibility went away. And then just recently when they did the 75 basis point move versus instead of the 50 point basis point move that they had been telegraphing, they gave up credibility to Wall Street. So there's only one layer of credibility left, and that's the public credibility to the feds. I don't think they give a crap about saving the dollar because the dollar has virtually no purchasing power left. They know that we're transitioning, we have to transition into a completely new system. So I don't think it's about any of that. And But what I do think is that when their credibility is in jeopardy, that higher inflation makes them more vulnerable because people start to lose confidence in the Fed. And so when you look at the stock market and the housing market, there's a certain level of pain. And I don't know what that is. We're going to find out, but there's a certain level of pain that I don't think they're going to be able to tolerate. And then you'll see another Fed pivot, even though even on their dot plot, they've already kept, they've already put in a decline in the interest rates. Uh, but that that's when they'll do a pivot. When it gets to a point where there's too much pain for them to tolerate, then they'll turn around, they'll drop interest rates, and they will print so much money that it will seriously make what they did in 2020 look like nothing, look like chump change. And that will be the end of the whole system. So, uh, yeah, I don't think they really give a crap one way or the other about the inflation level other than how it impacts their credibility with the public, because that's the last piece left. And um, yeah, th- there's no way to save the dollar. It's done. It's toast by design. So I'm going to do a piece next week on the strong dollar, which I'm sure everybody is hearing about. So uh, that's coming up next week. Don't miss it, because you'll really understand what it means for a strong dollar versus reality of you and me and everybody watching us and what they can purchase. You'd mentioned uh, <clears throat> how much pain can they to- how much pain can we tolerate with, you know, like the housing market mm-hmm. um, or the stock market, but I think I I have a feeling that we're going to see it come in the in the car market. I have a feeling it's going to come in the car market first. I think we're going to see that as people were paying exorbitant amounts over window sticker right to get these cars that and and banks were over leveraging themselves mm-hmm. on it like Absolutely. lending over window mm-hmm. right as the as these car prices start coming down people are way more likely to leave their just say oh I don't need this car anymore right more than their house right right and say eh, I don't need this take it back and we're going to have a ton of banks that are going to be super over leveraged on cars they can't sell well, I think it's I, another possible 2008 that's waiting to happen. I, I, well, 
it's worse than 2008. But absolutely, because we never really resolved anything from 2008. All they did was paper over it. So whether it comes in the form of the car market or or anything else, really, it's all interconnected. And we are about to see a rash of defaults on a global basis. So it could be cars, but also corporations, all these zombie corporations that have been kept alive because the banks didn't want to show the losses on the books. Now they're being forced to hold back some more uh, reserve for, for those loan losses. So I think it's going to come from multiple areas. I don't know which one is first. You could be probably right about the car because people don't need, there's public transportation. So they don't absolutely need a car. They do absolutely need a roof over their heads. You know, however, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just a mess anyway. I mean, you're still seeing, I mean, what was it last month? Miami rent year over year was up 41%. 41. 41%. Exactly. I think in Phoenix it was something like 32%. I mean, these things are just no longer affordable for people. And you put all the higher interest rates on it, yeah, we're we're, we're yeah we're in, we're in deep doo doo. If you like this clip and you want to watch the full video, just click right here. And to subscribe, click right here.